Good morning and welcome to episode 76 of the Quickie Podcast. Thank you for being here, everybody. Hope you have some awesome plans for today. If you don't, go make some. But wait, 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 like not yet. Just listen to the episode first and then go make some awesome plans and go do some cool stuff because this is a good one for my freelancers. If you've been thinking about freelancing, my guest today is Carly Fairbank. She's a graphic designer out of Vancouver, BC, and her business name is Carly Fries Co. Get it? Carly Fries, Curly Fries. You see what she did there? She talks about her business name. We talk about her transition from day job to freelance, the things she likes the most about being a freelancer, the things she likes the least. Uh, We talk about that. We get into influential designers on her career path and influential moments in her career so far. So let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, Carly Fairbank. Here we go. Welcome to the Quickie Podcast, the daily interview show where we talk to graphic designers about their journey to the creative field. And we do it in 30 minutes or less. So, are you ready for a quickie? Good morning, Carly. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Good morning. Of course. I'm happy to be here. You got your coffee. I've got my coffee. Are we ready to do this? We're ready. Let's go. All right. Well, briefly tell the listeners about yourself. Um, Okay, my name is Carly Fairbank. I am a freelance graphic designer in Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, My studio is called Carly Fries Co. And I started it, I guess, about three, four years now. Um, Yeah, I'm just freelancing since then. So yeah, that's me. (laughs) All right. So what's the story behind the Carly Fries Co? Carly Fries. Um, Okay. So when I was in high school, actually my friends used to call me Carly Fries. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Starting in about grade 11, I think. So when I was like 16, 17, um, it sounds like Curly Fries. So that's kind of where that came from. Um, And it just kind of stuck, honestly. And then um, when I was starting to think about doing my business, I was thinking like where what am I going to name this and that just kind of popped in my head multiple times and mm-hmm. it's just kind of fun and represents me sort of I love I really love food packaging so that kind of was another reason why I chose that because it kind of ties in with that aspect yeah um I just wanted something fun and lighthearted, not nothing too serious and that's kind of what represents me i guess totally so. yeah i can actually <laughs> see that through some of your work that i've seen on instagram too yeah so that fun funky vibe so i dig it yeah totally. and before you were out freelancing what was the path there um before i started freelancing i was working at a company um in richmond mm-hmm. bc um it was a print and packaging company mm-hmm. so i got that job right when i was out of um, design school, um, which was really great. I was there for almost five years and um, I was doing a lot of pre-production um, and print production, basically. Mm-hmm. So kind of taking other um, files from different designers, different agencies and prepping them for digital and lithography printing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really taught me a lot about packaging and the print process and everything. So yeah. um, kind of near the end, I wasn't really creatively fulfilled because... Yes. 
I was just doing a lot of that pre-press stuff, but I was learning a lot by just watching artwork come in mm -hmm. and seeing kind of different design styles, like where the trends were going. So I kind of that took that information to my benefit when I left and um, just kind of hit the ground running. And kicked it freelance. That's awesome. I did. Yeah. I started freelancing about a year when I was a year before I left my full-time mm -hmm. job. So I was doing a full-time job and then coming home having dinner, doing a workout and then going back to the grind from like six to midnight sometimes, like mm -hmm. almost every day. So I had kind of that, um, a good leeway to leave and had some clients already on hand. So I wasn't totally scrambling. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So when you made yeah. that final decision to leave, was it like a massive relief that you finally made the decision or was there an initial, Oh my God, now I'm on my own. Um, it was a bit of both. It okay. was really bittersweet. I really loved my old job. Um, I was good at it, but I just kind of like hit the, I don't know. I just kind of hit the point where there wasn't really a place for me to go there. Mm -hmm. And I kind of just knew what I had to do. I really love what I'm doing now, which is creating brands and making packaging. So I knew I had to just kind of take that leap and um, do it on my own. But yeah, I was definitely scared. And there was definitely <laughs> times where I was really just stressed out, crying, thinking, what have I done? I've yeah. lost a steady paycheck. I've lost these benefits, all these things. But honestly, it's been so worth it. Yeah, <clears throat> perfect. Yeah. Um, so I want to go back even further than that to your childhood. I want to ask you, you know, do you feel that you had a creative childhood that led you in this career path direction? Um, I think I always was creative. Mm -hmm. Maybe not, maybe I wasn't led on the path when I was a kid. Like I remember always, I was always drawing. I was always coloring. Like I really loved that since mm -hmm. I was super young. Like I remember when I was like a child, um, just drawing a lot and coloring. Um, but when I, when growing up, I, I definitely loved being in creative classes, like, art classes and things like that. And my mom did actually put me in some painting classes when I was younger and things like that. So she definitely was supportive of me being creative. Um, so yeah, I think I had a pretty creative childhood, I would say. But I think I always knew in the back of my head that I was just a creative person. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just lived my life creatively on my own, maybe. So did you have moms, dads, aunts, uncles, or anything like that that were already in that field or in art or no. anything like that? No, definitely not. I am the only creative brain in my family, really. I mean, I, I shouldn't say I'm the only creative brain, but um, my dad is definitely not creative. <laughs> um, I mean, I shouldn't say that. He did. He did. He does some. He does some drafting and things like that. So I yeah. guess that's kind of where I get my my um, OCD from, maybe. Yeah. But um, love you, dad. But you just you know you're not. The <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, like when it comes to drawing and coloring and things like that, I would say definitely my parents are actually, no, my mom loves to color. Maybe I got that from my mom. I'm all over the place right now with this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. I'm just like, I love it how you're like, you're piecing <laughs> it all together and we're there piecing it up together. <laughs> uh, um, but they, my parents were always really, really supportive of me. Like I thank them and owe them a lot for, mm -hmm. for, um, letting me go on the path that I, that I am on. That's so. good. And that's super uh, helpful, you know, to have that encouragement, because if you're the first person branching in a different direction that your family is not familiar with, you know, not having the support makes it even harder to do. Totally. Yeah. And 
so that I'm eternally grateful for them for. Mm -hmm. So was there a moment in your childhood or your younger years in art classes and that where you first really started noticing design out in the world? What did you start to see? Honestly, I think I started noticing design way later, like not Mm -hmm. when I was a kid. I thought more of it just as like a fun thing to do. Um, When I really started noticing design, honestly, when I went to design school, um, which is kind of crazy because that seems so late, but I just, I really didn't think of design in that way. I thought of more just art and creative and let's draw this and Mm -hmm. let's color this. I didn't really realize that it was a job, honestly, when Mm -hmm. I was younger. Um, So when I got into design school, that's when I really started being like, okay, wow, this is, this is a big thing. This is everywhere. Everybody needs a a designer. Like anything you see that's printed on the street is Mm -hmm. made by a graphic designer. So that's when I really started kind of being like, okay, wow, this is, this is everywhere. And it was more like, packaging that I started noticing and print magazines, things like that. Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, wow, this is how this goes here. And this is how someone makes this. So yeah, it wasn't until much later that I started realizing kind of, but I I think it's honestly because I didn't really get, have those tools when I was in high school, really, that that was really something that you could pursue. So Got it. So you kind of basically went into design school and then the world opened up to see, you know, oh my gosh, this is everywhere. Totally. That's exactly how I describe it. Because when I went into design school, I, um, yeah, I really didn't even know what I was getting into, to be honest. I just kind of knew that I wanted to do something with art. And when I chose graphic design, I was sort of like, hey, this looks cool. But I didn't really grasp the whole like concept of it until mm-hmm. I started learning it. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. I love this. It was really like, okay, I'm meant to do this. So Definitely. that's when I started kind of like putting the pieces together. Like, this is a huge thing. This is a big, this is a big industry. So got it. Yeah, that's kind of one. Yeah. Um, so during that career or during that path of you know, exploring art and seeing design more and more and how far design can reach and all of the different points that it touches. Is there a project or something that stands out as the most influential of your influential design or project of your life so far? Something you've been a part of, something you've seen? Um, I think honestly, the most influential, I wouldn't put, I couldn't pinpoint one, but I would say probably just being in school um, and just being able to work on so many different types of projects and kind of learning along the way. Um, learning about designers that I had no idea about. Um, watching, just lear- learning, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, just like soaking myself in the design world, the graphic design world and learning about different designers. I feel like that really influenced me to because I just I didn't really know about it before I didn't I had no idea what graphic design was before school mm-hmm. so I feel like that to me has been the most influential part of my career because that's where I learned all the fundamentals that's where I learned about different designers who I looked up to and then also learned like what my own skills were mm-hmm. so I think being able to like dive into so many different types of projects when I was in school really like kind of led me to where I am today. Got it. The variety is really, so not really one in particular that was influential, but that environment, that experience was extremely yeah. influential. Yeah, of course. And then honestly, just, 
everything I'm doing now, I find like I take each project and take influences from each of it, really. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So then it's really hard to pinpoint just one because I feel like a lot, every project kind of leads me into a different place where I'm at. Every project teaches you something. Of course. Yeah. Got it. So you had mentioned that in school you were introduced to some designers that you had never heard of and you were introduced to new areas and scenes of design. Um, is there one designer or brand that you particularly look up to or closely follow? And what about them do you like? Um, I'd say when I was in school, the first, like when I, for, two names first come to mind, which is um, Aaron Draplin, um, which I really followed when I was in school. Um, He's amazing, and his process is just ridiculous. Um, he's done so many great logos. And then also Paula Cher. She mm-hmm. um, is a graphic designer, um, and she used to design lots of vinyl records, record covers, um, back in, like, the 80s. And um, I remember watching a documentary on her, and I was just blown away by her process and just her outlook on design and just mm-hmm. life, really. Um, and those are kind of two names that like the first ones that pop up to Mm -hmm. me. Um, And then down the road, like when I started being on Instagram and really starting to like put my artwork out on there, that's when I started finding people on that platform that I really had no idea about either. Um, So like Lauren Holm, um, James Lewis, um, there's so many amazing designers and you just wouldn't find them if you weren't for, or I mean, you could find them, but Instagram is such a great prop platform. There's so many so amazing, easy to find them. It totally does. Yeah. yeah. And just like following those types of people just gives me so much, um, inspiration and you just kind of see what they're doing, what they're, they're putting their artwork out there for everybody. And mm-hmm. it's just really inspiring. Awesome. Great ones that you mentioned for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to now ask you a little bit about your particular process. Now, you might not think that your process is unique or special mm-hmm. in any way, um, but tell us a little bit about it and what really makes it yours. Um, I'd say what makes it mine is just being really personable with my clients. Um, I really love to get to know somebody before I kind of start doing a project with them. Mm-hmm. Just kind of makes things run smoothly and it just I'm I'm really a lot about energy and reading people's you know their vibe like when I meet them in person um it just gives you a way better idea of like what they're actually looking for when you speak over like a computer email it's it kind of makes it um a little difficult Mm -hmm. um so yeah I think that's something that um that makes my process unique, I guess, is kind of just meeting them in person and trying to create a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it really changes when you meet someone in person than from talking over email. For sure. Um, and then honestly, after that, I would say my process is pretty simple, to be honest. Just kind of, do you start with sketches, research, all that fun stuff and, mm-hmm creating estimates and then just hit the ground running. So being a freelancer, then what, what's the part about being a, being freelance and having your own business that you like the least? What is your least favorite part? My least favorite part. Okay. I can, this is super easy for me. (laughs) Um, Being alone, honestly, that is the, the one thing that I definitely dislike the most. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though as a person, I do love being alone and having my, my personal alone time. But I think going from 
a full-time job where it was a very open environment and everybody was kind of friends. You could like get up during the day and go kind of like shoot the shit with someone for a little mm-hmm. bit. <clears throat> um, that I really miss because mm-hmm. when I'm just kind of working alone in my apartment, I'm just almost just talking to the walls. You know, even if I have like something that I'm not sure about or want to say like, hey, what do you think of this? There, mm-hmm. There's kind of no one to turn to. So that's probably my least favorite. And and I feel like that's a good thing, I guess, maybe. I don't really know. I'm I'm still kind of just getting used to it. I'm just yeah. kind of going going with the flow and um trying to trying to do things that help me like getting out during the day and going to a coffee shop or you know just kind of being around other people it's changing up Um, your environment totally yeah because you really get almost stir crazy Mm -hmm. being inside all day like sometimes i will only leave to go get coffee like i just did this morning i literally ran down in my pajamas (laughs) got my coffee and ran back upstairs and honestly like sometimes i do that and i won't leave for the whole day yeah until 5 6 p.m if i go out and meet some friends or mm-hmm. um go for a workout or something yeah so that's been the toughest part for sure Got and it. then the uncertainty i guess of you know you never know what's coming next <laughs> <laughs> that's true that can be you know, an exciting <laughs> or what's not thing too. coming what's not coming next. what's not coming next it's almost <laughs> yeah. more worrisome right <laughs> yeah totally for sure got yeah. it All right. So the next few questions I have here for you, take you down part of your career where you maybe made some mistakes, learned some lessons. And I want to really pull those stories out for the listeners and, um, you know, share the experience. Okay. Um, so what's been, yeah, you should be worried (laughs) real bad. (laughs) What's been the most challenging time in your design career so far? Why was it challenging and how did you get through it? Okay, the most challenging time was definitely when I started freelancing. Okay. Um, I mean, of course, I had challenges when I first started out as a graphic designer, when I was at my old job, Mm -hmm. um, because I really had no idea what I was doing. I mean, you come out of school, you think you know everything, and then you're thrown into the fire, and you're like, holy shit, I know nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was definitely a challenge, but the most challenging for sure was when I started freelancing, because... Mm -hmm. When I left my full-time job, I definitely had some clients lined up. But once those projects were done, that was a moment of like, oh, my God, what, what do I do? Yeah. What now? I have I have my paychecks, but then it's I need more paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> and there's none lined up yet. And yeah. so, yeah, I definitely had some really bad days of just major anxiety of mm-hmm. worrying about the future. What am I going to do? Um, and just frantic that's kind of how i would put it um just being super frantic and i just would cold call people email 50 people a day i would write lists of just companies new businesses in vancouver and then i would just email them call them asking do you need a designer if not i'm available and so i just kind of really like hustled a lot Mm -hmm. and that was really tough but I think that's just like the nature of the beast and you have to have that in you to be a freelancer like you have to go and get work it's not just going to come to you right away so that's definitely the one challenge that is really sticks with me Mm -hmm. and I never want to have that feeling again so that's kind of like a fire under my ass that keeps me going like there's you know there's there's always other designers that can be hired, you know, there's mm-hmm. always going to be something else or something like that. So you just have to stay on top of it and yeah. always be hustling no matter what. 
even if like you're comfortable you can't really be comfortable because something can slip and just like that right mm-hmm. so now that you're sort of more established you've got a better you've got more clients um you got more projects you're feeling a little bit more secure do you feel that there's um, almost a, a niche that you're starting to settle into or a particular client or an industry or something that you're settling into and seeing most of your work come from? I think my niche is, I mean, for the last year I have been doing, I've been working a lot in the cannabis space, okay. which has been really great mm-hmm. um, because it's such a booming industry right now. Um, and a lot of the packaging and things are changing and regulations are different, but mm-hmm. there are still some clients out there. are still companies out there that aren't, you know, that still need design work. They're like, you know, their businesses are going to be legal at some point mm-hmm. in Canada, but they need to start somewhere. Do you know what I mean? So that's Definitely. kind of where I've been poking, um, poking into mm-hmm. is, you know, those new companies coming up that, you know, they need design, but, um, um, they're not really putting their product out right away. Yep. Um, so that's been really fun. And they kind of have more of a, they have um, more um, freedom to do what they want with their designs right now because there's mm-hmm. not as many regulations around that. For so sure. um, that's been really fun. Um, and I don't know. I feel like, honestly, I just, I have this, I I feel like I have a style at the, at this point right now in my career. Um, which is really, you know, it's professional, but it's so fun and, you know, it, it makes it, it's not too serious, but can still come off in a professional level. And I feel like my clients, um, know that and come to me for that reason. So, um, that I'm really thankful for. I'm really able to design in my style, but for somebody else. And that's kind of what they're looking for. So that's been really great. No, that's awesome. Definitely answers that. Um, I want you now to take us to a specific design or a project that you were a part of that did not go well or bring the desired result and what that experience was like. Hmm. Okay. It did not go well. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I mean, there's definitely projects that have not gone well, um, but maybe more in my eyes. Um, I've had projects where the client really just like takes over everything you're doing Mm -hmm. and it's not as very, you know, people can be stubborn and they just want what they want. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of, I think that's probably my best answer is creating a logo or it's usually like one-off logos Mm -hmm. where this happens for me. So, and a lot of them are maybe not from, from this area so I don't really get a chance to talk to them very much and okay. it's all kind of via email things like that so it's very rushed and it's something I'm putting out that I'm not really proud of but that's I'm doing it for them do you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah that's kind of I would say something that's just gone wrong but I really try to like feel people out now and if it's not um not something that I feel like is going to work between me and the client I just kind of move along Mm-hmm. Got it. So you've been able to then sort of take the lessons out of that and, For sure, yeah. and sort of catch those earlier on and be able to try and either pass on the project or, or realign it before yeah. getting into a situation. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I've also just put in more processes, um, just more questionnaires, more, you know, leeway up to like actually starting to design because mm-hmm. When I first started out, I would get a, I would kind of get a job and then just start it right away. 
you know, I had some processes in place for sure, but I've been much more diligent after these things have happened, Mm -hmm. just more trying to get to know the client better and like what their needs are instead of just kind of starting right away Mm -hmm. and just banging something out really quick. Definitely. Got it. No, good. Um, what is something that you are struggling with in your design career right now? Something I'm struggling with right now. Um, honestly, right now, I would say I'm struggling a little bit with my routine mm-hmm. and um, not having a good, I guess, work environment, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, I do have a good work environment. I mean, I have, I have my apartment, which is great. It's nice mm-hmm. and quiet. Um, but I'd really love to have my own space, mm-hmm. um, and well, maybe with other people, a studio around. space, almost like yeah. a little collaborative yeah. space. And this kind of goes back to, um, the a question that you asked earlier mm-hmm. about, um, what I don't like the, like what's my least favorite thing about freelancing, mm-hmm. which is being alone. Yep. So I think this kind of like, t- this ties into it. Um, uh, I'd say that's almost my biggest challenge right now is just kind of, trying to juggle everything but being alone in your own thoughts do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um because there's not really anyone that you can kind of throw anything onto yeah and um it that's really tough for me um it's a lot of pressure um just you know being a one woman show but it's also amazing so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a blessing and a curse at the same time (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm going to turn this bus around and i want you to tell me now about a project that you've been a part of that you are the most proud of the most proud of okay um two come to mind right now that are projects that i actually just kind of finished okay um one of them is um, some. Le- I did some lettering for a magazine in Vancouver. It's called Sad Magazine, mm-hmm. um, and it's an arts and culture magazine. Um, they just celebrated their ten year anniversary. Saw that. So I was um, able to create their um, main spread for them and do lettering to introduce their team and everybody who works for the for the magazine. Um, so that was really amazing seeing my work like printed in in a magazine like That's I was cool. really proud yeah and that was really awesome to see um and then another project I just well it's still kind of ongoing but um there's this new cafe opening in Vancouver it's called Kind Cafe okay um all vegan um it's gonna be really great it opens on Friday actually awesome but um I just did my biggest mural there um over the last couple of weeks so that I'm really really proud of um, because it's for one in Vancouver and, mm-hmm. you know, people are going to see it and it's my lettering. So it's really, <laughs> I'm, re- <laughs> I'm really, really proud of that. I, I honestly, I hate being like this saying like, I'm proud of something. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm very, just not about that, but mm-hmm. I have to say I am very proud of it and Good. Um, it's good to be proud of your work. I know. I know. It is. I, I almost feel like when I talk about what I'm doing, I'm just like, oh, shut up, you know? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> no, that's definitely something I'm super proud of. And I worked really hard on both of them. So it, it's good to see 
your hard work pay off and just see it like either on print or on a wall or something like that. Mm. It's, it's really cool. Really cool. That's cool. How did you get into murals? How did, what, how did that process start? Did you pursue those or did a job just come up and you stuck with it? Yeah, I don't think I really pursued it. I just, I really love hand lettering Mm -hmm. and painting. Like I just, I love it. And when I, I, um, I haven't really done that many murals, honestly. Mm-hmm. I've done a couple. Um, but when I did this one recently, this um, the owner of the Kind Cafe, she's actually from my hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, so she just reached out to me and said, hey, I really love your lettering and would love for you to do this. And mm-hmm. I'd never done a mural that big ever. Um, and I just said, okay, I, I would love to do it. Um, and it was super fun. It was really challenging and I was a little bit stressed, but um, <laughs> I, uh, I did it. Yeah. Um, you just kind of go with the flow and just make it happen pretty much. Yeah, for sure. But I would love to do more. Honestly, it's really fun. That's cool. But um, I haven't spent a lot of my time doing murals, but it's amazing. And I would love to do it again. That's cool. Nope, that's great ones. Um, I want to ask now, what is one design product tool website or a community that you just can't live without oh if it comes to tools adobe illustrator for sure that's like my number one Mm -hmm. i am obsessed with that program it's just so fun um and i've just been using it for so long now like six seven years and Mm -hmm. i just feel like i i know it like the back of my hand so i could not live without that for sure and um websites i don't know there's so many there's so many different ones that i love instagram is great like for you know inspiration but same with dribble i love dribble it's that's like i always have that tab open and also there's a site called the die line that i love Mm -hmm. um it's all just like great packaging from around the world and different awards and things like that i'm really obsessed with those two um that's awesome yeah i'd say yeah (laughs) great ones for sure i love the die line Oh, it's the best. <laughs> I remember even when I was in school, like I was obsessed with it. And then just till now, it's just it's so great. And I just am obsessed with packaging. So it's good to look, look around and get some inspiration. Awesome. Carly, now's the time of the show where we do the ask it forward question. Um, Ooh, so I've okay. got a question from my previous guest and then you have an opportunity to ask a question of my next guest. Okay. So my previous guest was Anna Belusova. And she is uh, she has an agency um, called By All Means, and it's based in the Czech Republic in Prague. But she okay, also amazing. has business in California. So I was speaking to her this morning when she was in California. Amazing. And she wanted to ask you what you uh, or would you like to have a creative retirement? I know it sounds like it might be years away. But a creative retirement. A creative retirement. Okay. So do you want to stay in touch with the creative industry, open something, do something when you retire, or do you just want to be like, drop the mic, I'm out, and go do something else? Um, honestly, I feel like I would like to have a creative retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not working for myself anymore, but maybe just creating mm-hmm. for myself. Um, make more time for painting and drawing and doing passion projects that are for me and not mm-hmm. for somebody else. Yeah. Um, because I used to do that so much. I used to draw literally every night. I would sit down and I would letter 
I would draw, I would color, and now it's just kind of got to a point where I'm, when I'm done my day, I'm just kind of over it, and mm-hmm. I just want to chill out. But I really do miss like creating just for fun. Yeah. Um. So I guess yeah, I would like to have a creative retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's I can see one. myself just sitting up at Shushwap Lake with a easel and a paintbrush, painting away. I would love that. Doing your thing. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. That's um, a great question, and I'm like rocking my brain now for a better one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we've had a, a huge variety of different kinds of questions. Some of them extremely complex and involving a lot of thinking. Other ones, you know, as simple as what's your favorite pizza, that kind of thing. So what's your favorite pizza? That's yeah, a good I had one. That one. So oh my gosh, what you got? Oh my God. Okay. Um, maybe my question would be, what's your favorite animated movie? Because I really am obsessed with, animation so it would be kind of cool to hear what another graphic designer's thoughts are on that because there's been a lot of good ones out lately favorite animated movie go okay and what's yours what's mine yeah um in the last couple years it has to be spy uh into the spider-verse okay amazing movie amazing animation like Mm mind-blowing so crazy and i love spider-man so that's awesome. I'm a little, bi- I'm a little biased. <laughs> okay, so with three little kids, I'm just trying to think of what I would answer to this question. Ooh, there's so many good ones, though. There is so many, but that like makes it a problem. I'll say something, and I'll be like, oh, no, but not that. I know, no, but... right? See, there's like even... ones that I would appreciate for the animation, and then ones that I would appreciate because of the character or the story and something right. like that. For sure. So the one that comes top of mind right now, like right away, is The Incredibles. doesn't matter whether okay. it's the first one or the more recent one. Yeah. And Honestly, the, yeah, incredible movie. The no sole reason is the the sort of superhero costume fashion designer, Edna. She's just yeah, I, I love it. She's the best. Fun personality. So that's that's the one that jumps out to me. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that's a great one. I love that one. Also, like Toy Story, that series is amazing. Classics for sure. Classics, yeah. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> Carly. Thank you so much for your time today. That's the end of the podcast here. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. That was so fun. All right. Thank you so much for riding this wave with me and Carly for this interview. I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave a review and a rating on iTunes for the show. I'd greatly appreciate it. I read them all. And like I say before, they make me smile. Thanks again. Have an awesome day and we'll see you tomorrow.